0: This episode of the Opie Radio Podcast, sponsored by Helix Sleep. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for you, my friends, at helixsleep.com slash opie.
1: Today, we are joined by a man who truly needs no introduction, one of the most successful radio personalities in the history of broadcast radio, and now the current host of Radio Guys in Cars Drinking Coffee (laughs) While Avoiding the Meter Maids ladies and gentlemen Greg
2: Opie Hughes dude boy has my star fallen
1: <laughs> why it's well it's I'm not even giving you shit about that why are you still living in that city bro if you listen you move down here yeah you don't pay any income taxes yeah. and you can park anywhere you want
3: anywhere you want but then I would have to deal with the Yahoos.
1: Oh, oh they other uh, cuz there's no yahoos in New York City. Okay, I uh, you you're you're right. <laughs> no, I w-
2: I would love to leave the city, but uh, you guys know you you got uh, you got two, uh, two boys. I'm I'm to the point where it's not about me. My kids love their school and yeah. uh they got their they got their group of friends, which makes it so hard and I would love to leave this city and uh, hit the suburbs and have a big backyard with a pool. Oh my God, that would be heaven for me.
1: Yeah. I will say this. We also didn't move for the same reasons. Exactly. I had a couple of job offers back when I didn't like my job. I love my job now, but there was a time when I was yeah. having some issues and uh, we didn't move because of the kids. I get that. But I will tell you this. My parents moved me around a bunch and I got used to it. As a matter of fact, some of my absolute best friends are the ones that were in the place where I moved to last. And I, don't, I keep in touch with one person from one of the other uh, iterations of my life. So, uh, you know, they, they get over it. Kids are really resilient.
2: You just solved the issue, Dr. Steve. I, um, I'm not moving. Because you just said that uh, you moved around a lot, and uh, look how you came out. (laughs) Exactly.
1: (laughs) Oh, well. (laughs) Okay. Oh, here you go.
2: Give yourself a bill.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, thank you. You got me on your, your sound machine. Yes, I do. I like that.
1: I use it every Very every cool. show.
3: He uses it all the time. It's it's,
1: nice. That's hilarious. All right. Well, listen, man, this is the exam room where you get to ask us questions right. until, until you're sick of us. And by us, I mean me. Um, so uh, right. what you got for us today?
2: Oh, my God. I actually got three things. Okay. Uh, I only had two things, but just before you called... Uh, I got a cramp in my calf to the point where my whole muscle was moving up to my knee and I was in excruciating pain and I was wondering uh, A, why does that happen and B, why does it happen in the middle of the night where it it wakes you up from a sound sleep like, like there's an intruder in your house and then you have to grab your... You you have to grab your calf muscle and hold it from moving all the way up your leg.
1: Yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? I have those from time to time as well. I'm on a. Uh, are you on any blood pressure medicine or anything?
2: Hell no.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll take that as it.
2: Or. Or the answer would be no, Doc.
1: Okay. Yeah, because uh, mine were caused by my diuretic. I have very, just mildly elevated blood pressure, and they put me on a medicine called chlorthalidone. And I couldn't figure out why in the hell I all of a sudden was getting leg cramps every night. And for people who haven't experienced this, it's just like Ope said. It is. uh, It generally happens at night. And it is – you can't ignore it. It's like sometimes I've been so sleepy, I'm like, I'm just going to just go back to sleep, but you can't. No. The pain is that it intense. It hurts, yes. And the only yeah. tr- treatment for it at the time is uh, counter-stretch. So if it's stretching if, – if in other words, if your calf is contracting and your toes are pointing toward the ground, really the only thing you can do is pull on your foot – to try to stretch that uh, calf. And the easiest way really to do that is just get out of bed, which sucks because now you're wide awake. And when I started taking magnesium supplements, because people always say, oh, it's potassium, eat bananas, eat bananas. Potassium in our bodies is very closely monitored by the body. Uh, but not so much so with magnesium. So you can take magnesium supplement, just buy it over the counter. You just go to CVS or Dwayne Reed or wherever and just find a bottle that says magnesium on it. And most of those things will uh, suffice.
2: That's why you're a doctor. And that's why I went into radio, because when it happens to me, I just tell everybody around me that it's, I'm dehydrated and, and I just need water.
1: Um, you know, the more fluid volume you have... The more blood flow, I knew that was coming, (laughs) the more, take a drink, everybody, Um, the the more uh, blood you will have. And restriction in blood supply to the muscles certainly can cause um, leg cramps. So if you're teetering on the edge, having a, uh, a, a higher blood volume may help. So, yeah, drinking fluids may help and being dehydrated also doesn't just mean you're low on water you're often low on electrolytes and magnesium is is an electrolyte uh, in that it is a water soluble ion you know uh, yeah so not too dissimilar from sodium and potassium so uh, that you may be right on that um, but it's just what do we replace it with and people often, if we're going to talk about dehydration, people will work out and then drink water. and Or if they have diarrhea and they are feel depleted, they'll drink water. That's not helpful because you're losing sodium and potassium and other electrolytes when you sweat and when you void your bladder. And when you, particularly when you have diarrhea, you're just getting rid of tons of uh, fluid that you don't need to get rid of. And you're replacing it with plain water while well, you're actually um, – you know, decreasing your total body sources of those electrolytes. So taking things like Gatorade actually is, you know, a decent uh, rehydration, rehydration solution in the short term for um, dehydration. So so d- drinking something that has electrolytes in it would be better than drinking water. But that's kind of off topic.
2: It's off topic, but now you got me going. So have you ever had diarrhea so bad that you dry heave from your butt?
1: Oh, y- yes.
2: Meaning that nothing else could come out, but your, your you're butt still, is still yeah. going through the motion. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and now it's just blowing now it 's just blowing dust out sure
1: that 's that 's a sign of like cholera or or it's, some inflammatory or infectious diarrhea where you just it 's just huge volumes, and your ass is just spasming at that point that 's really more what it is it 's just muscle spasm
2: well you 're hundred percent uh right so I, I I used to go to the ocean when I was in my twenties, and uh we would hit the deli and I would get um My go-to sandwich was um, ham and Swiss with mayo and tomato, and on the side, a little potato salad that's also mixed with some mayonnaise. Uh And then I proceeded to go to the ocean in the middle of the summer, and I waited a good uh, probably two hours before I got to my lunch. And fast forward a few hours, uh, that's exactly what happened. It was so bad that I was uh, pretty much blowing dust (laughs) at the end.
1: Well, I, I've I've heard if you're at the beach oh. and you have to move your bowels, it, the um, the seagulls find that to be uh, quite a oh, delightful so treat. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: Are you talking about the time I uh, yes.
1: I, I uh, of I let, let a number
2: two go? It, <laughs> In the Outer Banks,
1: yes, of course,
2: and it became uh, bird
1: food. That's <laughs> <laughs> The most horrible story. <laughs> you figure, oh, nobody's looking. Man. Nobody's looking. I'm cool. You well. know, it's a, it's a, it's a deserted beach. I'll just, uh, rather than yeah. walking back, I'll just do my business here, and who will ever know? It's the ocean. And then here come the seagulls. Wait,
2: wait, that happened to you? you no, to, it happened to you. I'm
1: talking about, I'm trying to justify you.
2: I know it happened to me, but I'm hoping that it happened to somebody else. That no. They have logic in their brain where they're like, you know what? No one's around, and I don't feel like taking a 15-minute walk back to the house. So I'm just going to no. take care of business here. It's the ocean. They got big waves. And boy, a wave could really... Uh, break apart a, uh, <laughs> uh, a a movement let's just say and then you know you get those twinkle toe uh, birds that move in unison and boy will they follow around the uh, the aftermath sure and they will feast but the only problem is you know you got to make sure that your mother-in-law is uh, still far away from uh, from her walk but uh, unfortunately oh. I timed it a little weird and she was confused by why all the birds were feasting in front of my
1: uh, fishing spot. <laughs> <laughs> what did you tell her? I didn't hear this part of the story. No.
2: I didn't tell her nothing. I'm sure <laughs> like, she knows now because I've told this story a few yeah. times over the years, but yeah. I told her nothing. She walked a, She went for a long walk down the beach, and I thought I had time, but I guess <laughs> she turned around a little too soon. And, uh and boy and, and you know and it didn't help that the tide was coming up, so uh it really pushed everything up toward the uh the seaweed line mm. <laughs> <laughs> this, this, is too, this is too gross <laughs> this is too gross uh, I, all right, did, listen, I didn't know I the mother
1: in law was around okay, go, go, yeah go
2: and, and I am saving the last uh the best one for last okay so, uh the second one, yes, we all have doctors. And from time to time, um, you have to take a test, let's say, and now you got to call the doctor's office, uh, to find out the results of your, of your test. And in some cases, a lot of cases, it could mean life or death. Yes. And all of a sudden you get to the doctor's office and they'll go, uh, we'll be right. The doctor will be right with you, which means now you're going to stop breathing until he gets on the line. And then you're... Left to sit there on hold, listening to jazz music.
1: <laughs> if you're lucky,
2: jazz music. I'm like, you know what? I'm waiting for, and I have to listen to this jazz music. Yeah. And I wonder if that if there's any thought behind the hold uh, music at a doctor's office.
1: The hold music? No, they're there just cheap is. asses. Uh, it's um, I we are ear, nose, and throat doctor, when they put you on hold, they've got some music box thing that's got to be from 1980. Right. And it's the most annoying right. thing. It's like, I I do not need to be entertained constantly. And when you put me on hold, right. having a thing that does, just does the two beeps... Every 10 seconds so that you know they didn't hang up on you. I'm totally fine with that. Stop with the music. And when you call, uh, it's either Walgreens or CVS and they put you on hold. They have this piano music. And it just starts to get to the crescendo, and then they come back and say, you know, all uh, pharmacists are busy right now. Uh, your call is important yeah. to us, which it obviously is not, or they would pick up the fucking phone. And uh, and then it goes right, and then it starts over again. So you never get to the point where the music resolves, you know, it resolves back to the tonic yeah. chord. It drives yeah. me at, 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 completely baddie, as you can probably tell by how yeah, animated I, I'm getting.
2: I don't, I don't, I don't know what the proper music would be, but nothing. Uh, I just
1: just two beats every ten seconds.
2: Strange that, yeah. You're waiting for some pretty serious news or results, right. and you have to sit and listen to happy jazz music. Right. Like this is right. nuts. <laughs> you might as well just throw Lady Gaga on at that
1: point. <laughs>
3: I love to sing uh, about the moon and the June and the spring. Uh. I love to
1: sing uh, about a sky of blue or deep or two. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Half of my emails from our listeners are are uh, by Dr. S- uh, drew Blood. And I've got a bunch of abnormal shit on my my chart because now you can see your your results. And I've called my doctor. Yeah. They won't call me back. And it's been three days. Yeah. What does this yeah. mean, uh, Tacey? Yeah. I mean, you had this issue recently.
3: Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, yes.
1: And um, you want to you want to elaborate on it for the not opster? really. No, okay. no.
3: I mean, when we have a, a guest on, I'd just rather you talk to the guest. I don't <laughs> well, want to. I don't want to. It's Opie, and I don't want to be a whole, So I'm just going to sit here and let's. Oh, listen. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Oh, oh my
2: god. My past comes back to haunt me. Um no, I could I could take I could take that. So, um I think it's really really frustrating because the, the doctors, they have such a responsibility. You know they have a pile of uh results on their desk and they got to get back to patients and some of these people are going to get terrible news when the doctor eventually gets to you. But the other thing that's really uh, frustrating and I think it happens uh to a lot of the people that are listening to this right now. Let's say uh ah let's go let's just go with like a like a like a cancer thing. Okay. So you get these weird blood results and you 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 know there's a possibility you could have cancer and so now you got to get some more uh tests done and now you're sitting at home waiting for them to get back to you you have to wait a week just to get the the the, the actual test done right and then you got to wait sometimes three or four days before you get the results then you got to wait for the doctor to finally get to you because he's really really busy so unfortunately human nature is such that as they say you uh, might have a chance of having cancer you're now living your life like you have it until the doctor can give you the all clear That's true, which i think is completely insane and i feel like i feel like there's a better way to do that but obviously the doctors have way too many uh, patients i guess that they're taking care of and they're trying to get back to everyone as soon as possible but as the days tick by you just live in this weird limbo where, unfortunately, our minds get the best of us and you're convinced you got the thing that they're testing for.
1: Of course, for. of course. And then they, uh, when they do get back to you, they say, oh, well, we'll just recheck it in three months. And now you're on the hook for three months. And it's like, what does that mean? Does that mean it could right. be there and we're just waiting for it to cook right. a little bit more? So I, I think you're giving right. my colleagues a little bit too much credit. I, uh, I, I really, it pisses me off that this system is the way it is. Right. And a lot of it has to do with electronic medical records a lot of it has to do you're right with how busy people have to be now to continue to keep the doors open because it ain't like it used to be my uncle george uh, was a well he was a prominent specialist that invented a procedure that is still being used today this guy was rich as crocious whoever the hell Crotius was and he um, yeah. He probably charged five bucks a patient, you know, to even to do a surgical procedure on somebody, maybe charge a hundred bucks. Now, this was back in 1960. But uh, if you look at yeah. the difference between how much he was charging and it, given inflation, it's not anywhere close to what people charge today and uh right. things things have just changed back then the you, you know people paid cash cuz it wasn't that bad so you didn't have to have an office full of people to process these claims and you've got 20 uh thousand different insurance companies and then you have to have a compliance person and a billing person and now somebody to uh at the front to uh field phone calls and stuff and it is it's way more complex and then you throw in this electronic medical record, which is great. This God is
2: damn. This is about as boring as sex with my wife. So uh,
1: yeah, okay. So I'll I'll speed it up, but you <laughs> you. Uh, you <laughs> you it, it, electronic medical I, records are great if you go to the hospital
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> actually I, I don't think it's bo- i don't think it's boring because we all go through this Exactly, and it's really incredibly frustrating cuz as soon as yeah. you have to get one of these tests where there's a chance that it can be something really bad yeah. it 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 puts your life on hold. Yes, you, you almost want to. You want to know either way. Knowing either way is way better than just having that uh, that uh, that feeling of you're just in limbo and you yep. can't you can't focus on anything else in your life and and it 's it 's our human nature, we all think the worst when when we 're uh, faced with something like that, so yeah. it, it, I just feel like there 's a better way to you know uh, to knock down the time you got to sit there and
1: wonder We used to have a decent way to do this uh, when we had and i 'm not a luddite; I love my computer stuff, but I would have a a paper chart, and I'd sit in front of the patient, and as they told me stuff, I would take notes. And then I would bring them over into my office. We'd finish the the evaluation. I'd talk about what we were going to do. I'd give them a lab slip. And by the time they walked out the door, I was done with my documentation. Now... Uh, So, And at the end of the day, I'd have a stack of labs. And if there was something abnormal, I'd just pick up the phone and call the patient. Now, with this electronic medical record, I used to be able to see four patients an hour. I'm lucky if I can see two an hour. And if I have a new patient, it takes every bit of an hour to do them. And sometimes an hour and a half, and I only have an hour slot.
3: And if you're in a position, like Opie's talking about, where you really want to talk to somebody about your results and maybe a phone call is not good enough and you want to get in to see the physician no, I, I mean you're it. talking weeks because we're weeks seeing out. half
1: as many people as we mm-hmm. used to be able to see in the same amount of time so if it used to take a month to get in now it's two months you know so it right it, the artificial intelligence will help. Uh, with this because it really is the documentation is the problem in all this and dealing with 20 different insurance companies if I write IB Sarton for you and I get this call back from the pharmacy well it ain't covered you gotta get a prior approval that's a 3-day process that I have to assign one person in my office to do nothing but prior approvals for insurance companies. Oh my god. And I'm a libertarian. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'm basically a libertarian. I'm socially very extremely liberal, but I have some conservative tendencies when it comes to fiscal stuff, but I'm one of the few libertarians that's probably, you know, out there that's in favor of a single-payer health system only be Right. Because it's a pain in the ass dealing with 40 different health system payers. You know, anyway. Right, right. But anyway. Um, I got you. Oh, by the but, way, uh, potato salad, just for future reference, I looked it up on the USDA. It says bacteria grow rapidly yeah. at temperatures between 40 degrees Fahrenheit and 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, a potato salad should be discarded if left out for more than two hours at room temperature. So there you go.
2: Oh no man, it was uh it was like July and it was pushing a hundred and it <laughs> sat on my my little towel for like two hours. That's what I'm saying. Oh it was I've never had it worse than that.
1: You oh were my begging God. for it. You I, were begging I, for it. I,
2: well, I, was, I started yelling at my butt like, enough already. There's nothing left in there. Stop Stop trying to remove more
1: stuff. Our body There's does not listen left. to us. Leave me alone. <laughs> Leave me alone. No. Our body doesn't no. listen to us. What, what, not at all. Why is it that when you're driving and all of a sudden your eyelids start to get heavy and you're using your eyebrows yeah. to hold your eyes open and it's like, if I fall asleep <laughs> yeah. right now, I will die. Why are you doing this to me?
2: All right, I'm gonna go with that, uh oh God, you set me up nice, so when that happens and it's happened to all of us yes th- this is a real question for you, sir. You're a doctor. Why is there a thought in your head that logically it makes sense to actually close your eyes no, there is none I have had those I've had situations though where my eyes are heavy, I'm trying to keep them open, and then like my brain, I guess, is starting to shut down for a while, and it starts making sense to <laughs> close your eyes when you going seventy five yeah. uh, miles an hour down the freeway
1: yeah no i 'm with you it 's like uh you know, I could just close my eyes for fi- you know a couple of seconds you know apparently the the chemicals that drive sleep occasionally um are just completely involuntary, and the that the conscious part of the brain can 't control it. And when that happens, I can just tell you what to do about it. When it happens, you have to pull over, get out of the car, go buy, you know, a soda or something, drink coffee, and usually just the act of getting out of the car and then getting back in the car, you'll be wide awake again. Now, if you get back on the road yep. and you're doing it again, then you have then you got to do the Thomas Edison power nap. And the easiest way to do that is to go to a rest stop and lock your doors and um <laughs> so you don't have, you know, what happened to Patrice happened to you. And um, and then you, Oh, with the Christmas tree? Yeah, with the Christmas tree, right? It's cold. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, it's cold. It's cold out here. <laughs> um, and then you can hold your cell phone or a pen or something in your hand and uh, and just hold it up. And then you as you fall asleep, that thing will drop, and that'll wake you up. And most of the time, just getting a minute or two of sleep will recharge your brain to the point where you won't be falling asleep while you're
2: driving. I learned my lesson almost, almost the hard way. So when I first started in radio, my my first pro, uh, professional job was in Geneva, New York, which was a good, uh, I don't even know anymore, but probably at least a 45-minute ride from Geneseo where I went to college. And I had the midnight shift on Friday nights. So, you know, I'm a college kid, so I decided, well, I could do Friday happy hour Then, uh, you know, chill out for two or three hours, make sure the alcohol is pretty much out of my system, more or less. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say that, but it is the truth. And then I'll drive to Geneva, and I will uh, do my overnight shift, and then I'll turn around at 6 in the morning and go back to Geneseo and finally sleep. So basically, I wasn't really sleeping from... The time I got up Friday morning until I left the radio station Saturday morning. Right. So I'm driving back to Geneseo really, really tired. And all I know is that I was absolutely driving down the road completely asleep. And what woke me up was, I think, subconsciously, I saw deer in the road, which oh. which absolutely happened. <laughs> so my eyes opened up. I saw all the deer. I'm like, what the hell? I had no I had no um recollection how long I was asleep for. It made me stop immediately. I was shaking. Yep. And I pulled over to the side of the road and I did, like you just said, a quick cat nap and it was enough to get me back to Geneseo to get proper sleep. Yep. But I don't I feel like I feel like my eyes were shut and somehow Hmm. My uh, subconscious uh, saw that there were deer in the. Ro- I don't know. I don't yeah. know what, why I woke up at, at that moment, but I did. Maybe it was just a coincidence. I don't know. Yeah. But I learned the hard way. Like, wow, man, you, you know, you got, you can't do that.
1: I know you can zone out if you've done the same trip multiple times.
3: Absolutely.
1: And I know Tacey, as a yeah. traveling salesperson, has had this. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you're at your destination. It's like, wait a minute. I don't remember anything that that transpired between those. And you may have had some sort of quasi half-sleep, but your eyes were open, sort of paying attention to the road, but your conscious was, uh, your general consciousness was just shut off. One thing I just want to say to anybody oh, that that's l- listening to this, that um, if this happens to you a lot... Or let's say you drive to work, and then you, you have to take a nap before you go in, or if you find yourself falling asleep while you're in front of your computer, or if you fall asleep frequently watching television, you may have a sleep disorder. Matter of fact, you most likely do, and um, you need right. to see a sleep specialist. They can do a thing. Uh, so I have complex sleep apnea. You know, who cares about me? But uh, (laughs) I had all those problems. And when I got my BiPAP, it helped, but didn't fix everything. So it turns out I have fucking narcolepsy on top of everything else. And uh, it's very mild, Mm. but they had to put me on a drug called modafinil, and that has fixed me up. I'm 100% now. Uh, It wears off at night, so I still fall asleep while we're watching TV. But never once during severance, yeah. though, by the way, highly recommended.
0: Yes, absolutely. Oh,
1: my God.
0: Oh, by the way, we got home from the beach, and in front of our apartment door was a box. In that box was a mattress from helixsleep.com slash opie. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash Yes. Yeah, so in the box was a mattress for my son's loft bed. And if you would have told me many, many years ago that someday, you know, Ope, someday they're just gonna mail mattresses to your house, I would say you're crazy. But Helix Sleep has figured it out. You don't have to go to the mattress store anymore. You don't have to put that dumb mattress on the top of your car anymore. Helix Sleep is definitely living in the future. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete. It matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep. So if you're looking for a mattress, you take the quiz, you order the mattress that you're matched to, and the mattress comes right to your door, shipped for free. You don't ever need to go to a mattress store again. Quiz is really easy and really quick, by the way. And Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 and by GQ and Wired Magazine. HelixSleep.com slash Opie. Take their two-minute sleep quiz. They'll match you to a customized mattress that will give you the best sleep of your life. Yes, they got a 10-year warranty. And if you don't like your mattress, guess what? They'll come to your house and take it away for you. But you're going to love it. All right. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and... Two free pillows for you, my friend, at helixsleep.com slash opie. Let me do that again. That's helixsleep.com slash opie for up to $200 off and two free pillows.
1: You had one more question about some, I, someone you had intercourse with, I remember.
2: I lost I lost my virginity to a girl in Geneseo. Um, Genesis Abacab was playing. Um, and I lasted... Uh, I lasted, I lasted. Uh, you know, one side of the record, one side of the LP. I lasted twice. Hmm. So do you remember the old record player? So when the, the side of music was done, you could do something. I forgot exactly what. And it would bring the needle all the yes. way back to the beginning of that side. Yes. You remember yes, that, right? Yes,
1: absolutely. I'm older than you are, so I absolutely I remember that on 33s.
2: Oh, man, that's why I remember I lasted, uh, you know, to... <laughs> through two sides. <laughs> the same side twice, but yeah, anyway.
1: Well. Do you remember the Straubs? The what? The Straubs. It was Rick, Rick Wakeman's first band. They were called the Straubs. Oh, and,
2: yes. It, that yeah. must have been just
1: terrible music. <laughs> it wasn't good. <laughs> we thought it was cool at the time.
2: <laughs> All right. but Anyway, go ahead. So this girl, uh, i got to say she was absolutely beautiful, but she had a, a bit of a, a birth defect and the birth defect was, and it was weird because she liked this, this position, which really, which really accented her uh, birth defect. But okay. she, uh, she liked doggy style. I, I mean, there's no other way around this, Casey. I apologize. So that's, that's um, funny. And she had, <laughs> she had, she had hair that went from the back of her neck all the way down to the crack of her butt, and it wasn't peach fuzz. It was pretty defined, almost like a like a I want to say like a quarter inch line of hair that went from the back of her neck all the way to the crack of her butt. I've what seen that. What the hell was that, I love the masterpiece. <laughs>
3: Steve? <laughs> I've seen that before, Opie. Yeah. Um. Yep. there is oh, wow. a t- yeah. Uh-huh. What, on
2: Dr. Steve?
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, but I've, I mean, you know, on other girls, I've seen it. I don't think it's really rare, is it, Steve? I mean. It's, um, Really,
1: I, I, I wouldn't call it rare, yeah, it it's unusual. Defined. It yeah, wasn't... it's well-defined, and it was just going down the spine, is that correct?
3: Right. From her yes. neck
1: down into her ass crack?
2: Well, I mean, I you know, I I, uh, I don't know that
1: part. Okay, all right. Well, okay. So this is probably congenital hypertrichosis lanuginosa. There you go. I'll give myself one of these.
3: Wow. Yeah,
1: and what? Why? What that is is um, just an excess of body hair. Now you'll have some people say this is hirsutism. It's not. Hirsutism is a different thing. That's general hair growth caused by an increase in male hormones, and uh, will be in a male pattern. Whereas congenital hypertrichosis will be just um, you know abnormal hair growth in one part of the body that's not associated with male pattern hair growth. So you know that'd be yeah. you know armpits, beard, you know chin hair, that kind of stuff. So um yeah. there's no there there are several syndromes that are associated with this sort of dorsal hypertrichosis. One of them, and I'm glad to hear that she was in college because she doesn't have Brockman de syndrome because those people usually are associated with uh they'll have this hair but they'll also have um um uh, you know, del- developmental delay. So I'm glad to know that you were right. taking advantage of some poor, some poor girl. Um, but. Right. This is uh, not associated with any disease. It's just some people just have it. And it can be removed. I'll I'll bet you that that girl now, uh, or woman now, is a well older, elderly woman now, uh, probably has uh, had this hair removed through a laser or something like that. You basically just shave it down to the best you can, and then the laser just runs over there. And uh, it can hit those dark follicles almost Perfectly, and a couple of treatments, and they've got no hair there anymore. So
2: I lost track with her, but uh, I believe she came in third at the Kentucky Derby back
1: <laughs> in. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Come on, you got to give me the card. Man.
3: Come on, please, give me the card, <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right. So, hey. Um, we got to tell you the yeah. story that's related to this, though. A friend of ours was at um, a yeah. high-end all-inclusive resort. You remember this story, Tase? And this woman, and it was a um, it was a, a hedonism resort, so everybody was naked. And this beautiful, gorgeous, you know, Charday class you know, beauty gets out of the pool, tall and thin, just beautiful and uh, perfect skin. And she gets out of the pool and she's got ass hair going down to her uh knees. You remember that oh telling my God. us about that? Yeah. So oh. ladies, that can be dealt with. <laughs> you don't have to uh, oh. Maintain your ass hair going down your knees. Now, when she's got her clothes on, nobody would ever see it. But it coming out of the pool, it's going to be pasted to the back of your legs, you know. So it was very unfortunate. Yeah, of course. Anyway.
0: Hey, let's talk about cryptocurrency. Do you identify as crypto curious? If you've thought about entering the world of cryptocurrency but felt a little overwhelmed, well, I got you. Coinbase makes learning to buy and sell simple. I'm not going to lie to you, it's a little overwhelming, but uh, Coinbase understood that. Coinbase offers a trusted and easy-to-use platform to buy, sell, and spend cryptocurrency. They support the most popular digital currencies on the market and make them accessible to everyone. They offer portfolio management and protection, learning resources, which is key, and a mobile app, so you could trade securely and monitor your crypto all in one place. You got to know by now, millions of people in over 100 countries trust Coinbase with their digital assets. Whether you're looking to diversify or you're just getting started or searching for a better way to access crypto markets, start today with Coinbase. They'll teach you everything you need to learn. For a limited time, new users can get $10 in free Bitcoin when you sign up today at coinbase.com slash Radio. Sign up at Coinbase dot com slash Opie Radio for ten dollars in free Bitcoin. Now this offer is for a limited time only, so be sure to sign up today. That's Coinbase dot com slash Opie Radio. Do you think there's something wrong with me?
2: And and I <laughs> I asked this uh, as as this setup. So I swear I didn't think of this until I just started talking to you about uh, this girl that I lost my virginity to. Mm-hmm. But I had her. I went out with someone that was anorexic that uh, threw up my uh, red lobster meal that I paid for when I was making no money. (laughs) Not cool. I went out with a girl with bulimia that left school, and uh, in the fall I see this girl running down the sidewalk all excited to see me because she was visiting the school, and I didn't recognize her because she might have gained a few LBs Mm. as she was trying to get better. And then I also went out with a girl that had... uh, uh, you know the smelly, uh, the smelly vag to the point where I had to stick my hand out the window all the way home from Geneseo to Long Island. It wow. wasn't a little. Wow. It was a. It was. It was. It was. It was so bad, and I literally could not clean my hands enough. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with me, man? You I, are one pathetic I, loser. I, I, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but, but that. I,
1: I those it, were all girls I went out with at the time. Yeah. Well, it could be a quinky dink, although or maybe right. You're one of those people that tries to rescue people. Now, I know your oh, spouse 100%. now she's absolutely gorgeous never doesn't need rescuing in any way, so obviously you got over that. Oh no. But back in the day that oh, could have no. been uh, it, you know.
2: No, I mean, I came up uh, in a family where, you know, my mom needed a lot of attention, and my dad certainly was trying to save her, so I guess we learned from the best. Yeah. and uh, through therapy, Dr. Steve, I, I, I learned the error of my ways.
1: Yeah, well, therapy, I recommend it for everybody, uh, and uh, actually, one of the sponsors well, sure. of our regular I, show is uh, is a you know, online therapy place, betterhelp.com/medicine, by the way. but uh, yeah
2: I, I, I love those guys, but I graduated to uh, going out with a girl in Buffalo that insisted the whole time that she wasn't uh, still with her ex-boyfriend. And then, you know, fast forward a little bit, uh, she decided that she was so mad at me that she would leave uh, 20 messages on my uh, my uh, my phone. What, what was it called? I forgot. My answer machine. Yes. Ooh. Remember answer machine? Mm-hmm. I, I do. She, uh, she left about 20 phone calls uh, on my answer machine because she was mad at me. Uh, and it was recordings of her having sex with the guy that I was suspicious of the whole time I was going wow. out with her. So, wow. but at least, I, but at least I graduated into a, a, a whole new world. Actually, that was before therapy, too. Thank God.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I left no,
2: them speechless. That, uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. no. Gonna,
1: <laughs> I just can't believe that. That's horrendous. Well, the good thing about an answer oh, machine yeah. is you just delete them. And just move on. That's what I've learned.
2: Oh, yeah, you could delete it. Uh, yeah, you could just delete all the messages of your of this girl that you actually cared about at the time having sex with her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, no problem. And I'm sure as you're deleting the messages, also that sinking feeling in your heart and your soul will also go away.
1: Right. Well, what I found back then was the, and this, uh, Tacey, close your ears for this part, but the, okay. the best cure for a broken heart was a new set of great tits. So oh, it's, you know, it just it made a huge difference. <laughs> And uh,
3: (laughs) I'm not surprised by that at all. (laughs)
1: I'm sorry. I may I I may edit that out. (laughs) All right, buddy. Well, listen, where can where where can people find you besides on the side of the road? (laughs) I'm not here to plug.
2: I'm here to just have a good conversation with you two. That's all.
1: Well, I'm happy to let you plug. St- I'm gonna let you plug stuff. What am I saying? I'm talking to Greg Opie. You're talking
3: Hughes. to
2: I know <laughs> uh, my my podcast is uh, is Opie Radio. Uh, over 500 episodes. I can't believe it. And uh, yeah, I have a really good time. And I also live stream on my Facebook Opie Radio fans. And on my YouTube Opie Radio and on Instagram these days too, Opie Radio. So Is there a
1: time even uh, Tacey a day and a time when you do that? Because uh, Tacey's at home. I am.
2: Well, that's the well, that's the problem. Uh, you know, I should have a set schedule and maybe maybe that would help me. But it, <laughs> it, uh, sadly, after all these years of <laughs> of doing a very structured, high stress. Anxiety-ridden radio show. Now I just do it when I'm feeling it, yeah. And I and and I love it. I love doing it that way. But it would be smart to have like a schedule. But uh, most days I I actually try to live stream as the sun's going down in New York City. That's okay. sort of where my head's at.
1: Well, dude, here's the thing: you don't have to do anything. I remember you saying on the air. So I'm not speaking out of school. Way before you left the airwaves that you had saved your money pretty well because of your upbringing and you had F.U. money so if you don't want to have a regimented schedule anymore, fuck it, don't have one. Yeah. Do whatever the fuck you want to do, you know and uh, if you ever get to the point where yeah, maybe you want to make a few bucks, then you could, you could change that around, but you know in the meantime, who gives a shit, you just do what you want to do now I made him speechless. Did we lose him? Are you gone? Oh. Oh, yeah, we did lose him. <laughs> well, I was doing oh, I was doing such a good ending monologue. Let's see here. <laughs> what the fuck? What ha- what happened? Oh, I you, hung up on. you did the god <laughs> damn it.
3: Before I could
1: hang up on you, you bastard.
3: <laughs> That's awesome.
2: Oh, <laughs> I <laughs> I, I knew you were going to try, so I'm like, I'm going to beat him to the
3: punch.
2: <laughs>
1: That's so great. The, only the people who have been listening forever will get the reference. But yeah, that was Ope's bit it, back in the day. Yeah. And the, you guys did it so much to me that if you were actually listening to me and just being quiet, which happened a few times, I'd always have to stop and yeah. ask, Did you bastards hang up on me? And it's like, No, no, why yeah. would you think that? <laughs> it's like, psych-
3: Why would we do that to you?
2: Right, right.
3: Steve?
1: Uh, so funny Stop. Anyway, geniuses uh, all right bye. do whatever the fuck you want to do dude you deserve it so anyway and um, if, if you ever need anything give us a call and thanks for being with us today it thank was you really
2: great. Uh, thank you to both of you first of all drink the damn bottle of wine I sent you because I'm going to send you we another one we still have
3: not and
2: uh, I know, he told me, just drink the damn thing and I'll send another one. Stop saving it. We we were saving
1: and, it for uh, like a really special occasion, then Tacy retired from work and that wasn't enough, so I don't know what the hell. She'll drink it at my funeral.
2: Oh, Jesus, just drink it I'm sending you another one either okay. way. And and, uh, and on a serious note, I, I really, really appreciate our friendship, Dr. Steve, so thank you very much. Yeah, likewise, And man. of course, you're the best, Tacy. Oh,
3: thank you. <laughs>